Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06 Plus. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offense has become even more important. And if you wonder about that, think about how good Arizona's defense is. Arizona has a top five defense in the NFL. Objectively true. And they're one of the five worst teams in the NFL. If you have an elite defense and you have a horrible offense, you win four games this year. If you flip it and you have an elite offense and a horrible defense, you probably slip in the playoffs. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Sunday night football where the Bears beat the Rams 15-6 to in Chicago, holding the high-powered L.A. offense to just 214 yards in the game. So, RJ, what is the Vegas perspective on what we saw last night in Chicago? It makes you think about how much the NFL has changed in that playing in weather, playing late in the year, playoff football, it's almost like, yep, Rams had a lot of trouble. And we can debate how much the weather mattered, but certainly it mattered. But then you think, but wait a minute, is it going to matter again? Bears likely, very likely not to have home field advantage all the way through. And so many dome teams, Saints being one. Now, it's tough playing in a dome, right? It's a different challenge if you're on the road. Also with the Rams potentially, I think, still the driver's seat for home field. Would we agree? What would you think, Fez? If you had to bet right now, and I haven't looked at the tiebreaker, so maybe you have. 
Brad, you got an idea? Yeah, I mean, Saints and the Rams right now are both 11 and 2. Saints have the so, tiebreaker. Yeah, yes, yeah, so you got to give the Saints advantage. There. Saints have a much more difficult schedule. Rams yeah. should be able to run the table. That's interesting. See, so there you go. So let's call it close to a coin flip. And it just strikes me if this game were in LA next week, how differently would we think about it? And to me, as much as in every other sport, in basketball, yeah, there's home and there's road. There used to be the parquet floor and, you know, the dead spots. But in general, a team typically in the other sports, even college football, right? I, I guess because they don't go as late into the year, Brad, or December, there's no yep. games except for bowl games and very rarely in cold weather, that it's almost like the NFL is two different sports. One sport is the normal time of the year. One sport is it's cold on a grass field and the wind is whipping and you hear the voice from NFL films that I can't emulate. <laughs> I won't even try. And back in the day, this was the kind of game that decided the Super Bowl champions. Think about the Steelers. All right. Think about how many of those wars, Minnesota with all those Super Bowls and or at least appearances in the 70s. And now can what and even the Patriots at home in the cold. But right now, Kansas City, big advantage to be the first seed, I think. Uh, certainly over New England, right? I, New England, very unlikely to be the first seed. It just feel, And maybe this is a one-year, one-off, but in the same season that offense has become even more important. And if you wonder about that, think about how good Arizona's defense is. Arizona has a top-five defense in the NFL, objectively true, and they're one of the five worst teams in the NFL. If you have an elite defense and you have a horrible offense, you win four games this year. If you flip it and you have an elite offense and a horrible defense, you probably slip in the playoffs. Yes, if not getting a home a home game in the playoffs. Yeah, and, and that's the question, right? If you look at the Rams with Tlaib, and I do think that's an interesting addition to this conversation – and we talked about it last week on Straight Out of Vegas. I'm R.J. Bell. But it uh, came true again, though we could say the weather caused it. There's now been six games or five games this season with Tlaib. Right? Game one, two, three, and then week 13 and 14. The Rams have given up 14 points a game. In the eight or nine games without them, nine games without them, I apologize, eight games without him, over 30 points. So two touchdowns, they give up the Rams with Tlaib, over 30 without him. Now, again, the weather helped, but I think the Rams, obviously against the pass, are much, much better with Tlaib, still weak against the run. Would you agree with that, Fess? Yes, but I'm not so sure the weather helped the Rams' defense. Remember, the Bears' offense is used to weather like that. I don't see how cold weather is going to help the Rams' D hold Chicago in check. Yeah, but if it's windy, it hurts everybody, right? And even if you want to run, the threat of the pass matters, right? That's why it's so hard for any one-dimensional offense to succeed against even an average defense in the NFL, which brings up the Bears' side of the ball, you know, we were talking last week again how 
the last five games before Sunday night, the Bears were below average yards per attempt running the ball. All five games, one, two, three, four, five, below average five straight times. Prior to that, they were above average four straight. So you think, uh-oh, that's a trend. Well, Chicago rushed for 194 yards, and they were above average on the yards per attempt. So I would make the case the Rams rush defense with or without Tlaib, and the stats back this up. If you can run against the Rams, you got a heck of a chance. But I think the Rams' defense against the pass is way above average. And I love it when a team is split like that because most people just think about how good are the Rams' defense. I'm thinking, well, how good are they against the pass? How good are they against the run? What do you think, Fess? Yeah, I think that's a great way to look at it. And let's frankly, last night, the Bears having so much success with the run, you would think that they would have had success with the pass because the Rams would have had to key on the run, and the Bears had no success passing the ball against that Rams defense. And that's what I'm saying is is I, I think even against a good passer, and Trubisky hurt, you know, uh, uh, Rusty certainly is not a good passer. We'll see, you know, now that Nagy has him back, is he going to be able to scheme him up still? Or did they kind of run out of moves to scheme up Trubisky? Because that's the thing. In theory, the Bears are the type of team, if they're running the ball really well, that, you know, because, again, the Saints are like this. The Saints are mighty good against the pass, statistically. They're horrible against the run. So, to me, actually, the Saints are flipped in that way because I was thinking that Cowboys matchup I didn't like. But then, so that's fascinating. So let's think about this. And we're kind of digging deep, but I mean, with such, with teams like this that are so important, obviously the Saints and the Rams are in the conversation for the best teams in the NFL. I think they're two of the uh, defenses that are m- most prone to being vulnerable to one side, or to running or passing, and, and very strong against the other. And I think handicapping wise, that's very important. To consider. Last thing I'll say about this Sunday night game. Well, let me ask you, Fez, how much did you upgrade the Bears? Because on the surface, this was the signature win of the year. And I know you liked them when the Pats came in. And in hindsight, you know, Pats had some lucky plays. Now we can say, oh, that's what the Patriots do, but at home, especially. The Bears seem mighty tough. Yeah, I upgraded the Bears a point. Now, that's aggressive for me to move them that far, but frankly, I never felt during the course of this game that the Rams were going to be able to win this game. The Bears really dominated. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. From Chicago to Green Bay we go, where the Packers beat the Falcons 34-20 to in Green Bay's first game since the firing of head coach Mike McCarthy. RJ, what did Vegas make of the Packers' performance? Well, on the surface, it seems like that we were quite predictive, quite on it, when it came to the idea that Aaron Rodgers would really, really, really care. The idea was that McCarthy's out, there's no one left to blame, and the assumption wasn't that he would play, go from 100 in effort to 120. The assumption was there was something lacking before. And then if you remove that lacking, all of a sudden Green Bay's a different team. The, we always talk about it. Can the entire season's stats 
be trusted because oftentimes things fundamentally change. Look at the Cowboys. They get a great receiver. The young defense starts to trend up. The Cowboys are a very different team today than they were just a couple of months ago. So even in a short NFL season, you can't always trust the stats. The question I had coming into Green Bay was, can you trust the offensive stats of Aaron Rodgers in that offense, considering that Rodgers seemed his something seemed to be lacking? Faz, after watching the game, the scoreboard would say we were right. What do you think? I thought that Rodgers wasn't all that different, frankly. I thought he was workmanlike, and the breaks went Green Bay's well way, so they blew out Atlanta. Yeah, so final score, 14-point margin. Green Bay winning, covering. Falcons, though, minus two in turnovers in the game. And Falcons outgain Green Bay by 44 yards. So I'm looking early, early to fade the Packers because I think the next week, because I think the emotion of the first game without McCarthy, they win, everyone's going to look and say, oh, 14-point margin, here they come, one of those – Classic late-season surges, and I just wonder. I think this was slightly deceiving to the favor of Green Bay. So the public gets excited while the truth is different, perhaps, about Green Bay, and maybe a little bit of a letdown because they're not going to make the playoffs. So they made their statement. Maybe they're not flat next week, but maybe they're wrung out. You know, Maybe they're, they're tired. There's a difference between being flat and being tired. Right, flat is psychologically you're not into it. Tired is physically you don't have anything left. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Sometimes with an ambitious movie, they show you the last scene first, and then the rest of the movie is trying to show is bringing you on the journey to how you got to that last scene. But it really was the first scene. The end. Here's the end, Fez. I'm going to make the case. So I'm going to tell you ahead so you can prepare that the Chargers might be the best team in the NFL. And I let, let me be candid. I was anti-Chargers entering the year. There's six teams right now that are clearly in the top bunch to win the Super Bowl and then a big drop-off. Those teams, in no particular order, Kansas City, Chargers, Rams, Saints, New England, Bears. Who's the best, Fez? Best team is New Orleans Saints, RJ, by a margin of about one point. I know the Saints are just played two straight disappointing games statistically, but I was impressed by the way that they were able to turn it around last week against Tampa Bay. And frankly, that loss to the Cowboys, it's not looking as bad this week as it was last week. Because Dallas won in overtime? Well, Dallas dominated the stats <laughs> against the Eagles. All right, so let's go down these teams one by one. I think we talked about the Saints a decent amount just a few minutes ago. They easily, let's agree with this. They got dominated against Dallas, correct? Correct, but they still were. No! I'm going to ask a question, and I want a yes or no answer. If you want to say no, say no. Did the Saints get dominated by the Cowboys? Yes. Good. Now, by your own admission, by your own admission, if the Saints didn't block a punt, there was a heck of a chance that Tampa Bay was going to beat them. Absolutely. And that's the best team in two straight games. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Boy, maybe. But if it is, that's a sign 
the the best team isn't very good this year. Michael Lombardi, friend of the show, said today, there's no good great teams. There's good teams at best. Agreed. Okay. That's interesting. Now, the Saints, if you look at their net yards in a game, so how many yards do they gain versus the opponent for the whole season? Then you look at their last three games and look at the difference. That's a trend line, right? For the season, let's say you're gaining 100 extra yards a game, but last three you're only gaining 20 more than your opponent. Well, you're minus 80 recently. The second worst team in the NFL when it comes to trend line, the Saints. All right, so obviously last three games they've fallen way off. Now we can say, well, Dallas is a tough team. Okay, maybe, maybe. But on the other hand, Tampa Bay's not all that good. All right. So, all right. Now, the Rams. You might remember I said the Saints were 31. The worst team when it comes to yards per game net over their opponents, last three versus the season, the Rams. So you're going to make the case the Rams are right there, huh? Well, I have the Rams as my number three team. Okay, so let's talk about them. And I, I got to tell you, RJ, this is because remember we made a bet in the pre or about a week or two in. I gave you a hundred dollars, six to one on the Rams. You were like, "Oh, the Rams are like my uh, plus one fifty. You like your bet, RJ? Remember you saying that? I remember gloating when how, the Rams were cruising to the number one seed. Yes. How you feeling about the Rams right I, now? I still feel good. Now I may well be on an island here. Let me just hypothesize this, that the Rams, even though they had a bye two weeks ago, seven of the last ten weeks, the Rams have had to travel, including a road trip to Colorado. The fires in Los Angeles, all the distractions, those fires are right around where they train. I would argue that this is a team that this slump is very predictive. So you can tell, you can tell how can, how the lack of confidence in a debate when someone in an NFL debate is trying to say a team that just had a bye, then played one game and then a second game, you can blame them in the second game because they're tired. Like, Brad, think about how far you got to stretch to accomplish Their that. Their own running back, Gurley, in his post-game show when asked, oh, man, I'm tired. We're a you tired know, team against after they won in Detroit. Every idiot I knew that got a bad score in the ACT said they were drunk the night before, too. <laughs> I don't believe them all. I can promise you this. R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas. Now, New England, we don't have to say much there. Obviously not a great team, right? Yeah, New England's my number four team, so they are below my top three teams. And Kansas City, number two. Kansas City's number two. I am worried, though, about the fact they lose Hunt at running back, and now Tyreek Hill is walking around with a foot injury, and he says, my my, my foot's not very good. That's a concern. Well, obviously, I mean, if you look at it, Casey was off a bye. They were tired. No, wait, they weren't tired. They didn't cover against the Raiders, and who just beat the Steelers. And then Kansas City, it took a borderline miracle for them to win at home. Kansas City hasn't lost in a calendar year at home over, and it took a miracle to beat Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Mahomes' fantastic fourth down conversion that I'd argue, I don't think any other but quarterback in the this. league could do it. Think about this. Kansas City, two straight, non-covers. Rams, we've talked about. Saints, we talked about. New England. Bears, we know outside of the cold and at home with Trubisky, that team, very limited. Not to be trusted. So last question. Here we are. It's the end of the movie. What's the problem with the Chargers? Coaching. 
But wouldn't that show up in the results? They've won nine of ten. Well, they've lost three games. Okay, they, they should have lost in London on a two-point conversion. Really? Against Tennessee. You're supposed to lose. So two pointers are 100. percent They should have won the game. The they almost chart, gave it away. And shouldn't they have? Boy, so now here we go. What we actually saw trying to defend the Saints was somehow they didn't get dominated against the Cowboys. <laughs> but what we're seeing to try to demean the Chargers is they had a game a month ago that they almost lost. Case closed. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.